Hello and welcome to the show. My name is Patrick Caldo and you're listening to the Aussie Apprentice Podcast, where we talk shop about plumbing, apprenticeships and the building industry. Enjoy. Today's podcast is brought to you by our sponsor, Plum Life Co. They're a South Aussie brand raising awareness for men's mental health that provides clothing to show support for the cause. They choose a different charity every month to donate to. So to show your support, visit their Instagram page or their Shopify link to purchase or donate. Hello and welcome to the podcast, everybody. Welcome back for episode nine it is. Holy shit, this is like going pretty hectic pretty quickly. But uh, today I am joined by uh, Max Davis. Uh, he actually works for himself for Leisure Coast Co- uh, Plumbing in Wollongong. Um, you've been by yourself for... How long, Max? Oh, sorry. No, it, please welcome onto the show. <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks heaps for having me, Patty. Um, no, yeah, I, I definitely work for myself. Leisure Coast Plumbing down here in the Gong. Um, only recently started on my own, mate. But um, yeah, just yeah, pretty good. Good stuff. So, how long? So, like um, last six months, last twelve months, sort of thing. Literally the start of twenty twenty three, mate. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Worked for a um, pretty well known company in the city and um had to get away from it all so came 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 back and worked for a pretty pretty small company just till i got everything rocking and rolling and yeah, um, yeah, definitely. yeah as soon as christmas came around resignation in see you later and see you later now we're on how good so did you do your set for through tafe or through like another provider or who did you do it through so i did 95 percent of it through tafe uh, but when i did it they were trying to push three nights a week for a year and it was just just hammering you after going to work all day. So I um, ended up just like stopping it and then I just went through the old qualify me and finished that off and yeah, can't complain. Yeah, that's wicked, man. So it's yeah. like it, you got it done. How long ago did you finish off your set four? 2022. Start of 2022. Oh, cool. Yeah, Ripper. So yeah. You, you had your ticket, you were ready to go. I had right everything and I just, yeah, just slacked off heaps, man. So, ah, oh, look, it's fucking, it's a big, it's a big step getting into your own business as well. Like, I think it's pretty hectic. Like, a lot of people sort of see it as, well, not a lot of people. I think people that haven't attempted it or haven't tried it, everyone goes, oh, yeah, it's heaps easy. No worries. And anybody <laughs> that actually gets into it, they're like, whoa, man, like, this is hectic. Like, this is nuts. But it's, 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 it's good and it's bad. You know, you don't have the, You've got the flexibility of working for yourself, obviously, you know, your own, you're your own boss and everything, but you don't have that sort of reassurance to make sure, you know, you, you know, you're getting paid every week, you know, you, you get everything, holidays and whatnot. So that's the only thing that sort of plays with you a bit, you know. Yeah. Definitely, and, and, and you got to deal with the tax man a lot harder when you work for yourself. So. Yeah, he'll he'll come after you for sure. Oh, mate. <laughs> so, um, just for anybody that's listening internationally or like, um, you know, from that doesn't know where Wollongong is, so could you describe it to anybody from outside of Australia? Yeah, easily. It's um God's country. So, um, <laughs> no, nah, it's about an hour south of Sydney, man. Down on the yeah south coast, uh, Wollongong. It's relatively small but it's still big at the same time and um yeah beautiful beaches escarpment mate you got everything so it's it's actually where volko's from the pound for pound king in the ufc so oh yeah sick yeah awesome yeah, so volk's just down the road so yeah <laughs> that's the only way to describe it where volko's yeah. from so now nah, wicked man that's sick so um did you do your apprenticeship in 
Wollongong or where yeah, you No, nah, just Wollongong. Um, started out doing construction, plumbing, uh, just, you know, first year you're on the shovel pretty much all year and digging holes and doing internals and rough-ins and, and everything like that. And then um, just chasing the money like every other sort of 18, 19-year-old does and, and went to a, a sales-based company down here in the Gong. And, um, yeah, they just wasn't the best and then ended up going to another one which was sort of from bad to worse and yeah right okay yep. yeah <laughs> so but so obviously like um like you said like you know young blokes and i know you know you and i both know plenty of them and i'm sure you've worked with some of them as well like you know everybody likes to, to have the image of um you know they have a, a flash house flash car good ute you know they got a boat and everything they they see it yeah. as well, if i can get more money in my job that i'm laughing sort of thing so do you think like i don't know do you think like sales plumbing like it's sort of it's a bit like i don't know like I, i've 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 you know spoken to a lot of people in adelaide there's you know the you know there's a couple of companies and um and i'm not going to name any of them but like there are some businesses out there that obviously thrive off the the impression that they don't need repeat business so they're going to rip people off the first time around and get them for as much as, as, as they can sort of thing like do you you know what what's your opinion on sort of sales plumbing and look there's a lot of those around sydney and and everywhere through here as well and yeah it's it's the same it's you're you're in there you you take as it's a cash grab you take as much as you can and you know that's it yeah and, and if you get a call back well then you know it's on them it's you know, if they call you back for return business it's on them but um look all sales-based companies you know they pay top dollar for the top spot on like google ads on the paper clicks and they've obviously got to try and make their money back somehow so you know they're going in emergency plumbers and charging whatnot for a jet and a camera and getting those dig ups and and everything like that. So look at, and then you know it's the little guys on the side that are the ones that sort of pick up the scraps and you know when they, when they don't go ahead with those sales based jobs, they um, sales based companies. Sorry, then um you know we get the we get them off the side because you know you come in a little bit cheaper or whatnot and you get the cream and then you got a customer for life because you've showed them, you know, empathy and, and genuine, you know, um, sort of consideration in a sense. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You know, you're, you're there to help them, especially the, the oldies, you know, they're yeah. not, they're none the what they don't know about like, well, they don't know what the going rate is. Exactly. So, like, they've got no idea because they're not exactly. in the industry and they, you know, a lot of the time you get a little old lady that her husband passed away 20 years ago and she's never done any maintenance because she, you know, he used to look after it. And then she rings a plumber and she, and everybody always tells you, yeah, plumbers are heaps expensive. So when she gets a high quote, she doesn't know what expensive is. Exactly. You know, yeah. She goes, oh yeah, $20,000 for like a, you know, repipe of my front yard. Like, yeah, that's, that's reasonable because they don't know. No. Back in the day when they had needed plumbing, you know, they were paying a frequency for a tap. You know, now that you're paying a couple of grand for for whatnot, and you know, it's just something that it'll yeah, it just it just happens. Unfortunately, is yeah, you know, you can fair trading can only do so much and whatnot. But that's right. And it's very it, it is disappointing in a sense as well. Like you know, I yeah, fair trading like that. It's a good good thing that you mentioned them. Like you know, obviously there's. Um, industry bodies in every state for plumbing and electrical that sort of thing we have the office of the technical regulator in, in south australia and um a lot of people ring them um or ring the master plumbers association and say hey like you know what's the go sort of thing 
um, master plumbers always say like get three quotes if you're unsure um, if you really like the plumber obviously that's great but like you know do you do diligence sort of thing and when it comes to emergencies look it's I, I sort of don't really like saying this but also I kind of feel like it's necessary like some people don't can't qualify an emergency which is like you know it sounds like a, a very like sort of I don't know I'm not patronizing people but some people aren't, that aren't in the industry don't understand what constitutes an emergency so some people will go you know um, I could have a massive leak you know out the front of my house all it's doing is flooding around the water meter and pulling out and going onto the road and but that's not really causing any damage so effectively you could argue the point that it's not an emergency don't need to go out there you know you could tell them to turn the water meter off good see you later whereas some of these big company companies will go out there and go oh look you know it's we need to we need to sort this right now it's wasting a lot of water of you you know blah 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 and then you go really like you know i don't know i, I see it all the time i've gone to houses where they've had it and it's just i've gone to a job after the fact like you know sam from old system flow that I, I had on the other day he tagged me in something on instagram the other day he goes out to this old lady's house and Apparently a mob wanted to charge her, I think it was like 1200 bucks for to repair one like 300 mil section of uh, poly. And I was like... Sounds what? cheap, mate. <laughs> yeah, no shit, eh? And it was it was already dug up and exposed by her. Oh, shit. She didn't have, yeah. her, so she didn't have anything, anything. And she was like, what the hell? You know, and he went out there. I think he said it was like $3 worth of poly and a couple of dollar fittings or whatever. Threw it all together, fixed it, and he, you know, he pretty well like. He, I think he obviously charged his base rate, which you know, arguably, I don't know what it is, but I, I know for for a fact it's not, you know, several hundred dollars an hour. And like no. he's just, you know, he does his, you know, that's why he's in business is because he doesn't rip people off. And like you know, like our business or the company that I'm working for now are really good in that. You know, we do good work, we leave a good response, and like everybody loves like having us there. And as a result everything's word of mouth it's not a matter of like having to advertise all the time like you know smashing the advertising you don't need to when people want to recommend you you know and i'm sure you know obviously you're starting out in your business like very early on and like you you might be finding word of mouth is helping you do you reckon my word of mouth is probably the most trustworthy sort of advertising you can get there is nothing more trustworthy than someone you know or a family member recommending another company to do something because you know you know they've obviously done good by someone already, so you're aware of you know what they're coming, what they're coming in for. You know, so if 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 you say you know you get at Christmas time, Nan goes, oh, I had a plumber out this uh, last week, and he charged me you know thirteen hundred bucks, and he replaced my water meter and a few a few taps around the house and assistant or whatever. You know, then your auntie and uncle are more than likely going to call the same bloke. You know, it's and and or or a best friend or you know, it doesn't take much. A, a few word of, of mouth and things like that, and that's what I have found. Word of mouth probably generates eighty percent of my work, just through people who know people who know people who know people, and and again, like a, getting like a genuine a genuine five star review from a customer. Also, you'd be surprised how how much that brings in as well. So, you know, then they can, someone else can rely, you know, on, they know that they're in for a good service. So. Yeah, it's, it is, it's hard. And like, you know, I, I think um, some guys will get caught up in like, and, and I know a few blokes that worked at sales companies and I know a few blokes that are still working at sales companies and, and, you know, they, like some of them swear black and blue, like, you know, I love my company. I love the culture. Everything's good about it. And like, you know, 
their argument is, well, if they don't, you know, if they feel like it's a ripoff, then they shouldn't, you know, they don't have to accept the works. And I like, you know, there are companies out there that like aren't pushy at all, and they don't, you know, they don't push. They they literally think, you know, and look, whether or not the the business is needing to grow, whether or not the, the boss wants to buy a new boat, or you know, the boss has like medical bills or his kids sick. There's lots of examples of why they might charge more. And like, I'm not here hammering that. I think the issue is when it comes to pushy sales tactics. I think that's where it's a little bit scary and where it comes a bit sketchy. And that you know, they'll go, oh, Mrs. Jones, you know. If you don't fix this toilet now, like this could this could destroy your entire house, and they go, "Oh my god, what? Like no way!" And then they freak out. Yeah, like yeah, like that for an example. You know, oh, Barry, your, your tap's leaking. You know, your house is going to cave in if you don't fix it. And they put the fear of Jesus Christ into them, and then and then you know you've, you've pretty much got them over a barrel. So you can literally then charge whatever you want, and because they they believe it's a genuine emergency. You can you're going to get it for you know you could sell a mini tap for a couple grand if you had to a thousand bucks even that and you know and if it's an, like if it's an after hours you can add into fact you know I was there after hours or whatever and then they you can they add a few more on so yeah yeah that's right and it's look it you know when they lay it all out they've got massive terms and conditions that cover their asses with everything and it's like they will win in a court of law because you know obviously the, the, the client rang them in the first place they accepted the chat like the call out rate on the yeah. phone they went out they quoted the job yeah. and they agreed to it and really in the eyes of the ACCC or whatever whoever mans it they go look i'm you know you, you kind of you did this and like you know that's when a current affair and 60 minutes and everybody gets involved because they go well hang on you know this isn't right you know the industry isn't doing anything to solve it but technically, uh, you know, look, it comes into the, a lot of facts that like a lot of that, those business um, like enterprise, like those companies that are out there to protect us when we're not in the wrong either. Like that's the benefit is that they will, they have our back in that sense. And those sort of laws that stipulate like, you know, somebody can't backdate and turn around and go, well, I'm not paying for this renovation. Well, why? Because I'm not going to. And then they're like, no, you agreed to it too bad, but it'll hold up in a court of law. But it's like, it's where it comes into that maybe like the plumbing regulator or, you know, um, like the OTR or the, um, I don't know, Master Plumbers Association or I don't know, anybody could could pretty well step in and say, look, this is ridiculous. It's an un, it's an unregulated trade. Like that is, you know, trades are unregulated. You, look, you look at, look, and I'm not, I'm not hanging any sort of... Um, Mickey and any of these people, but like concreters are a good example. They they make good money. They do hard yakker. Like oh that. fuck, so concreting and brickies, bro. They you got to give it to those guys. You know, oh. it's a it's a short trade. You know, you've probably got that's right. 10, 15 years max. Yeah, and then, yeah. And then that's that's it. Your body is. Oh, it's it, that's cool. it. There's a bloke up my road. He's um he's a brickie. He's been doing it for twenty, I reckon, about nearly twenty five years. He's both his no, his right knee's totally cactus. Like he walks with a mad limp. His left leg's falling on the hill. Off. Yep, that's right. <laughs> he's got a. He's got like you know he sinks west end like nothing else. But like the poor bloke, he just you know I feel really sorry for him in that he's done this for so long and he's you know he's earned a good living and he can look after. I think he's got four kids and a missus and she doesn't have to work and she can look after the kids and. It's all like it's actually it's really like it's it's brilliant, but also at what cost? Like his body, like he's been to the doctor and the physio and the surgeon and you know everything a million times, and like nothing's getting better, sort of thing. It's like at that point you almost want to pull the pin, but like you know getting back 
tilt, I suppose, is that you get a lot of these um, trades that they charge a really good rate and there's a reason for it. And it sort of takes, you know, takes the cake when some companies will charge exorbitant amounts, but it's not warranted. You know what I mean? Like, you know, if I went into old Mrs. Jones's house and I changed a wall top set in the bathroom and I was like, yep, $700. And she's like, yeah, no worries. And then somebody else top, like she told a mate later on, she's like, oh yeah, this guy came around to my house, charged me $700. And I'm like, and, and she goes, is that reasonable? And they go, no, Nan, what the hell? What are you doing? But like, you know, nobody's, there's nothing stipulating in any sort of codes or regulations or anything that you can't ch- charge $1,000 for a wall top set. It's just... Exactly. Like you, you, you can literally charge whatever you want. And nine times out of 10, that's what they base their entire plumbing structure off. If they want to charge you a thousand bucks for a wall top set... See you later. You're getting charged a thousand bucks for a wall top set, you know. And nine times out of ten, these sales based companies do have a a commission base rate. So their plumbers are gonna sell a job for you know ridiculous amount of price because they're getting a cut for it. So the more they sell it for, the more they're getting in their pocket, and then the more the boss gets, and you know, adds to you know his house or his car or a a boat or a, you know you might live you might go overseas again or who knows you know but and a lot of those sales-based companies the boss sort of it's it's sort of 50 50 some bosses are right in there and and running it running the show a lot of them step back and just sit on their acreage at the wherever and you know just roll in the money and so it's it's it, it is disappointing in that like it's a bit sad that that's the way that a lot of part of the industries are going but um yeah no so uh i guess that's probably <laughs> we've touched on that quite significantly so i i want to get back to so what year did you start your apprenticeship bruv i've been plumbing for 10 years so whatever that is 2013 yeah. yeah yeah wicked so did you so obviously you know doing your apprenticeship in, in Wollongong like what was oh like put it this way like what was what was a real challenge for you as an apprentice what was the most challenging part of it um I don't know really um that's a good one you're you know it's, it's, a, it's a given it's not so much oh, not so much like bullying you know, you, you obviously, as a first year, you're going to get hardcore banter from other trades and builders and whatnot, you know. But then again, you also got the physical side. You know, you might be digging internals in 35-degree heat, you know, and then your boss says, your boss says, dig this. And then, you know, you dig it, you call him, he comes back and he lays it and he takes off again. And you're like, you, gotta, you know, you got to fill it back in. And it's, so it's, it's sort of, yeah, both sort of physical and, and and mental but but you know the only way to learn is sort of getting thrown in the deep end so yeah it it, it is tricky like you know I'm, there's like a it's a double-edged sword in that like some apprentices obviously cop it more than others but also like you've got to have i don't know perspective i think is really important like if you if you're in there and you know you've, you've been on the job for a, a week and you're just you know, you might be digging trenches and lagging pipe or whatever, and you've only done it for a week, and you go, "This is fucking like this is this is bullshit. I can't do yeah. this." And that, that was, yeah, house like construction plumbing, thing like and high rise could get so repetitive, and you it, it just it's just fuck couldn't do it. Like you see guys that are like 40, 50 that are still doing high rise plumbing. You know, 
they've, they've got crews that, you know, there's one guy that just goes around primes and glues in four-way rises or, you know, a 90 or he just goes and fits off toilets, you know, and that's what he's been doing for a, a couple of years. So it's just the monotony every day doing the same thing. I just couldn't do it, you know. There's, yeah, I just couldn't do it. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, one thing that sort of gets into, and we've spoken about it in other, tra- in other podcasts as well, but, like, I want to ask you, like, what's something – uh, what's something that you want to learn more of in plumbing? If you could, if you could, if you could have like a, a month doing nothing but it with, you know, whether it be another plumber or somebody teaching you of something that you just haven't had much experience with that you want to get better at. Like, is there anything in particular that strikes a fancy? Um, I don't know, really. I'd like to do like, like industrial plumbing and things like that. That'd be pretty cool. You know, it's just, a, it's just, a, yeah, it's just, well, like commercial industrial like things like that you know it's just another thing to add to your resume add to your company you know and whatnot but um that probably well that sort of would go with fire and, and shit like that but um relinings are probably a good one too sort of like trenchless relining that'd be pretty cool i've worked for companies that have done it um but i've never been the one to do it yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It is. From what I've heard, and from what I can understand, like our old company or the old the business that I used to work for used to offer it, and for them it was, it was an expensive exercise to get started up with it because they were like trying to get, um, you know, there was lots of like uh, materials and there's lots of machine, well, not machinery, but you need an air compressor, you need all these bladders and everything. It's no, it's not a cheap thing to get involved with, and I think that's no. where, you know, that's the big sort of hurdle. But I think that is the future of plumbing in a lot of ways though but yeah so it's it's tricky that yeah and look like if if it if a, a reline decides it doesn't want to come out of a line or you get it stuck or wedged or whatever you know it's going to be a very expensive affair and those yeah those bladders are only like a tire tube thick so it's just like a thin rubber and they're you know they're dealing with that sort of higher pressure for such a period of time it's just how they don't just burst and some of the things that like there's new uv ones so they send like a uv light through it and it cures like just the outlay to even start doing that i just i couldn't even think of like think of it like far out yeah it's expensive it definitely it'd be be a couple hundred grand minimum and then then there's like motorized robots that cut out junctions and (laughs) just that's nuts eh? it's crazy crazy. yeah so with your business, obviously, you know, it's never a, like, it's never a cheap exercise to start your own business, but like, what was, what was the, what was, what was a hurdle for you when you were starting your business? Like, did you, did you already have a van? Did you already have a ute? Like, you know, did you, ha- you obviously had some tools, but you needed to probably buy some more tools, that sort of thing. Yeah. So it's really, oh, it, like I had the car, it's just the getting it set up, you know, it takes so long. It's the toolboxes if you don't already have them and then you got to get some tools and you got to get this and you got to get that and you can never get it all at once because you'll always forget something or you'll always need something else for another job and it's just it accumulates and accumulates and then and then you're just like what the fuck so yeah and you're like oh and, man it just keeps getting more and more and more yeah and like when i first started i was like oh I might not need a Jetta for a while. And then as soon as I started, I had like a couple of block drones straight away. And then, so I ordered a Jetta and then it's just take, taking so long to just get built. 
just on a because I'm getting one on a trailer and it's just it's just a headache to even get it done sort of thing, eh? Oh, it's just like yeah. <laughs> I wish they nah. sold it. If they sold them at Bunnings, that'd be good. Ah, oh, look, it just needs to be like you know there needs to be way more of them. Like if, almost every plumber needs them nowadays. Like I know I know some companies that don't have them, but like you, it's always it's better if you can do the whole job rather than outlaying it to somebody else or you know like subbing it out to somebody else sort of thing. Like, exactly, and then you know you got to add add a few herbs on top, so you know you, you try and make some money and stuff like that, but. Look, it's, it is one of those things I learned. My first boss didn't have a jetter. I, he had an electric eel and, and those things are just wild. Yeah, they're good fun, eh? What what brand was it? A Rigid or a Marco? Or? Yeah, Rigid. The thing was yeah. probably, oh, yeah, it's probably like 20 years old. Yeah. Yep. And I remember the first time I ever used it, I was pulling it out. I had no idea what I was doing. It was just yeah. spray, spraying shit everywhere. It was, like a, <laughs> it was like, a, like a white house and I sort of turned around and there's just like... Just oh, shit everywhere. No. Yeah, and then I was like, "Oh dear!" So I was like racing to get the like hose it down and wash it down. And oh. yeah, I, I had one. I, I we had a blockage inside a bathroom, and it was on the toilet branch, but there was no IP outside. Um, yeah, and uh, I was like, you know, the only way we got to kick the pan off and get in there. There's like this pokey little flat with nobody access. There was shit everywhere. It was all like a hoarder. And I was like, all right. So we got in there. I kicked the pan off, put the toilet outside. Like we didn't want to like wreck it. So I had to replace it. So I'm like trying to be very careful with everything so that I can put it back exactly what it was. And I taped around the drum of the Marco and I like put a towel around it as well and then taped that so that nothing come out of it at all. Like no water, no waste, no nothing. And I'm running this machine in the middle of this bathroom. like, And the bathroom, again, white walls, white tiles. I'm like, oh, man. They had all this stuff everywhere. Like, And I was like, hey, can you put some stuff like away or put it in another room in case anything, anything flings up? I just don't want to get it on your toothbrush or anything. I don't want to. And also don't want to move your own stuff. Like if you can do that while I'm getting it out, that'd be great. Yeah, you open up the cupboard and there's a big 12-inch dildo sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> and you're just like, what the hell? And the yeah. whole thing, I was in there, I'm like, and I was so cautious to like not make a mess. And it was just like such a headache. Like I had to lay towel down after towel down to walk it through the house because it was like white carpet in the, in the house as well. And I'm like, oh my God, man. Like, Yeah, they're the sort just, of jobs you just pack up and you go home. They're just... Yeah. It's just like you just you just drive home with no music. That's like yeah. Hello, <laughs> darkness, my old friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Uh, so, um, nah. Look, I I do get it. Like, um, what was going to ask you as well? So, another big part of it as well. Like, oh, that that was something that I was going to ask you. Sorry. So, like, your business now that you're doing, like, are you doing residential maintenance? Are you doing new builds? Like, you're doing a bit of everything, or bit of everything man it's you're gonna make your money in the maintenance sector um but the good fun is in the construction so but like i don't don't want to do like the masterton the you know the the home groups i couldn't do that because you're working for absolute nothing they you know they they tell you what they're going to what you're going to charge and and that's it so i'm just like stuff out so like the renos are the good ones because you know you can just come and go um and uh, renos and additions and things like granny flats they're good fun because usually it's just it's a bathroom a toilet a kitchenette you know laundry it's easy 
piece of piss, you know, it's all hung nine times out of ten. It's either slab on ground, so you just chuck up a, a provision for it or whatnot. And um, yep. yep. So it's just pretty straightforward, pretty easy. Like that's the sort of stuff that you want to get into. Hey, like keep it like super simple in a sense. Yeah, and and look, it it fills in the gaps. You know, you're not always going to get a call for maintenance. You, you know, you the it's just something to keep the ball rolling, keep the money flowing. So yeah, definitely. And it's like it's it's sort of hard as well. Like you want to try to, I don't know, like without. Um, like you want to maintain like good relationships with either like, you know, clients that might have other jobs or commercial managers or property managers or whatever. Like have you, have you done much like rental work? Like property? Nah, the, the rental market down here is pretty saturated at the moment. There's, there's a, there's a handful of plumbers that have sort of, yeah, got a few fingers in the pies. So look, they've sort of taken it over and um, yeah, you could try, they're, they're charging, biscuits and, and pennies for it so you know it's i'd rather not fight for it everyone's like oh you should do it you should do it but don't, don't you don't want to be involved with it like rather exactly just, yeah you know for, for what they charge and then you got your insurances and you know if it goes wrong it's a rental and yeah and, and just all that and i'm just fuck that yeah i just don't want to can't be bothered with it I. Yeah, yeah, yeah i just don't want to just don't want to deal with it it's simple like I'd rather just deal with a person, you know, hey, you know, my, my hot water system's burst, easy, I'll be out, and you know, straightforward. I'd rather not contact three different people to get access to site and then submit a quote who then gets another three quotes that you've got to compete against and they tell you to come back and... Yeah, so all on your own time. Well. Exactly, you know, you, you can't charge, you can't really charge for quotes unless you're adding it onto the price, so... Yeah, yeah, you know, it's like... like Hectic. Exactly, you know, you you by the skin of your teeth, so it's just yeah. yeah. So, what do you do? Um, another one that I got as well is that um, I wanted to ask. So obviously, you know, you've been in business for near on like one and a half months or whatever. Um, you know, or like you know, you've been running your own thing, I suppose. Like, have you got any advice, or um, have you been given any really good advice from people about starting when you when you go to start your own business? Um. Never really had any any advice. Um, no one really wanted me to go out on my own because they, they always want you to work for them. You know, they, they, you just become competition to them. But um, funny story about that. Anyway, they um, any advice I would get, just just do it. Like, you know, you're either going to make someone else money or make yourself money. It's you know, you're either going to pay someone else to live to go on a holiday to Fiji with their kids or, you know, that money can go to you and you can go on a holiday. So for all those things that just depend, everyone's different. You know, some people might just want to work for someone their whole time and, you know, good on you and you're doing a good thing, but, you know, some people want the independence and want to do their own thing. So it's really it's a hard field to give advice on to be honest like of course it's it's ne- and never not all advice is always gonna apply to everybody either like exactly opinion. look it's, it's it's a really it's a it's a personal preference trade you know you either want it or you don't it's mm, simple. You do it or you don't so yeah no nah, that's good man and um obviously oh look 
this is the Aussie apprentice show. So have you got any, <laughs> look, it doesn't have to be specific to plumbing apprentices, but like, have you got any advice for apprentices in general? Like that you, you know, that something that after in hindsight, after doing it, for, being in the trade for 10 years and being a tradesperson for 10 years, like, do you find like anything in particular, like about, you know, your day to day or, you know, how to like your mentality or like, you know, what you should try to strive for, like, it can be as tiny or as broad as you like. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just yeah, learned to love the shovel, especially if you're a first year. If you're starting out digging holes, learn to love the shovel. You're never not going to not be on the shovel, especially if it's if you're going to stick with the trade for, for your life. You know, you're always going to be digging. You know, you got to l- learn to love the shovel. Don't be afraid to ask questions. I'd rather, you know, you ask me a thousand questions than you stuff up and cost me a thousand bucks. Or more, you know, I'd rather you do that than, than fuck up and tenfold, you know. So things like that, just get in, have a go. Just, you know, it is what it is. Just have a go and, yeah, that's all I can say. Learn to love the shovel and have a go. And, you know, it's if someone's bullying you or, you know, putting putting hard time on you because you're an apprentice, just remember that they've also been in the same spot. So, Nine times out of ten, if someone's bullying you, they've always they've been bullied before. So they're obviously, you know, it does get better. And, um, you know, not not all. If if someone really if someone's bullying you like that, just leave. You're gonna you're gonna get a job anywhere. It's not hard. And if you don't want it, if it becomes too too much, go and get a job at Reese. Go and get a job at Co-op or Cooks or TradeLink or fuck. Go to Bunnings if you have to. You know, if, if, if plumbing's not for you, but, you know, if you can then enjoy it, like, yeah, that's what you should yeah, be exactly. doing. Yeah, exactly. I know, like, I know heaps of um, people that work at, at, at Reese, obviously, you know, and I, I've met a lot over the years that, like, I've become really close friends with. And, you know, I, I have the utmost respect for them. They, deal, they, they do a totally different job in a lot of ways, but a very, you know, uh, like, it's in, obviously in, this, in part of the same industry, but they're dealing with, like, some really fucking complicated shit, some really abstract stuff that they're trying to sort out all the time. And just, like, you know, you say to them and you're like, holy shit, man, like, that's just hectic. Like, it's, it's, full, it's full gas. Like, you're trying to, like, maintain it um, and try to talk, you know, to, to plumbers and deal with plumbers every day. Like, I wouldn't want to do it. I'll, I'll, I'll straight up say, like, you know, it's, it's very, it's demanding and it's hard and it's, it's, it has its own different, you know, challenges and benefits and everything. But, but yeah, so. Yeah, I couldn't do it. No, the, the, you got to give it to the, the, the suppliers. They, they do it. They, they're good. They, um, you know, you've always going to, there's always, everywhere you go, there's always that one angry old abusive plumber who just treats everyone like shit. And, you know, you be in there sometimes and they kick in the door and they just walk behind the shelves and get what they need. And, man, just retire if you're so angry. Just go away. <laughs> just go away. Get out of it. Yeah, just. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's good. Um, yeah. And uh, I've just got one last question as well. So, what's what's a um what's what's like a tool or a product or something or like even a fitting or you know something that has made your life like infinitely easier what's something that you know where have you like where have you been all my life sort of thing like something any, anything silicon gets you out of trouble yeah, yeah definitely <laughs> definitely yeah <laughs> um shit that's a good one um oh got any good tools that you know it's gotten you out of trouble sort of thing or i've got ba- oh, battery powered copper cutters 
Yeah, how good are they? Eh? The, the, the Milwaukee, Milwaukee ones. ones. And, yeah. and the transfer pump. Milwaukee transfer pump. Oh, have you got the, the big blocky transfer pump? Or just the, the stick one? Yeah, it's like, a little, it's like a square one. Yeah, yeah. Put the battery in, close the lid, and it goes through the little turbine and then out. Oh, that's so yeah. good, eh? I drain hotties with it. And it just... Yeah, like, oh. So quick, man. So quick. It's just... <laughs> you can't beat it. You can't beat it. Milwaukee, man. Milwaukee... The plumbing oh. is nuts, hey? Like, they do a lot of plumbing-specific stuff. Like, that's yeah. why as well. Like, that was... And I, I seen... Um, the other day, oh, what did I say? Makita... Makita make like battery powered coffee machines and everything. Yeah. They're bringing out they're bringing out a battery powered microwave. Yeah, right. So they're actually really getting into it, eh? That's sick. <laughs> Imagine having a microwave in like your truck. Jeez. That'd make life so good. No more That's... cold cold noodles from Nan. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, like you ask, hey, can I um can I borrow your uh, kettle, please? I really need it. <laughs> or you go into you gotta stop and find a servo and yeah. Oh. And then you yes. eat a pie and a, and a chalky milk and you just, you know, you just oh. nuts and just feel like shit afterwards. But... Yeah, as soon as that, as soon as a server pie hits your gut, you get the liquid, <laughs> you get the liquid sit down, you got to find a pearl ASAP. <laughs> oh man, that's absolutely incredible. Um, yeah, uh, that's nuts. Um, do you, uh, oh, look, uh, just another quick one as well. Is there anybody that you'd like to give? A shout out to or anybody or even who's somebody that you reckon would like we should have on the show next oh i've got to give a shout out to world's worst plumber he's a weapon he gets in life of a maintenance plumber those boys get me through they get me through my day just just seeing other people dealing with other people's fuck-ups is just (laughs) something that just after a hard day's work and seeing that it just puts a smile on your dial it does, doesn't yeah. it? You know, it puts yeah. everything in perspective. Like I've, yeah. yeah. But um, no, yeah, I got a shout out to William Cadden. Oh yeah. Uh, BGIS down at um, oh the Army Range. Yeah. Out at whatever that is, out there Sydney. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Don't Somewhere. venture out there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Level Grove or whatever it's called. No, yeah. Holsworthy. Holsworthy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah, and uh. Got to give a shout out to Theo, big Theo, Mark, uh, Matt, Theobald, mate, uh, you're a legend. But he's, he's you charge, you charge me too much for a call out. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll, I'll get him on here and he can give you some words too. You better, mate. <laughs> he helped, he helped me. So needed a jet on a Saturday, Arvo. So. No, nah, look, okay. it's it's good. Uh, I think the biggest thing is like you know you you form some relationships with um, good plumbers and you know you each sort of look after each other or flick a bit of work here and there and, and everybody benefits because the the customer gets what they want they get fixed and then you know you guys both get a you know a spare hand when you need it, especially working on your own like and know. that's that's the that's what it needs to be but look around here at the moment it's a very like toxic trade everyone. It's just a very backstabbing trade. Everyone's out to get you, you know. If, if, if and everyone gets, you know, everyone gets jealous when they see someone else doing good. And but you know, everyone needs to be proud of each other. You know, it's as, as you know, as as gay as that sounds. Like you gotta exactly boost everyone, boost your mate up. If you if he gets a job and you don't, you know, that's boost him up. Well done, bro. That's awesome. You know, good on you. If, yeah, if you need if you need a hand, give me a buzz. But like, it's just oh, just 
it's such a talk or I don't know if it's what it's like down there, but at, in Wollongong at the moment, it's just everyone's out to get you. I swear to God. Yeah. The, it it's pretty good in Adelaide. Like we don't have a lot of um, infighting between, you know, plumbers. Um, generally, most most plumbers tend to look out for each other. Obviously, you know, there's there's some big mobs that really step on little guys, um, you know, especially like if you're in a big commercial job or whatever, like, you know, we'll throw a hat in there and then some big mob will do it at a, at a, like at less than cost just to maintain the job. And it's like, what the hell? Like, you know, yeah. what, like it's, it's, it's cracked, but no, look, um, awesome. Well, yeah, that, thanks so much for coming on, Max. I really Very appreciate fun, it. Bro. it ah, fun. Legend. Fun. Yeah. We'll, um, we'll have you on again soon and, uh, we'll talk, um, any number of other things anyway but um absolutely yeah, don't, don't go anywhere i'll just i'll hit stuff on this and we'll have a chat after anyway so yeah. see you team all right see you man <laughs>